Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. Our special guest today is Ken Honda, and Ken and I are speaking from two different sides of the world. Ken is actually in Japan, and of course, I'm in the United States today, and most every day. Um, And I'm super excited to have Ken on. We talked a little bit pre-show. There's so many things I want to talk about today. Uh, Ken is the author of over 100 books, about uh, primarily about money. In fact, is is probably the one that we know the best in in uh, the English-speaking part of the world is called Happy Money and sold, you know, 8 million copies of that book and other books. And so written over 100 books, best known for Happy Money. You just were talking about you just got back from traveling the world, which I'm super excited to hear kind of what you saw out in the world because I haven't been traveling much and especially inter- I've done no international travel in the last three years. So I'm really curious what you were seeing out there in the space. But Ken, I'm so excited. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. I'm so happy to be on your show. So let's just jump in. You wrote your bestseller in the, in the States anyway, Happy Money. What is happy money? Happy money is money that gives you a smile when you receive it. It gives you such a happy feeling. And when you spend it, uh, when you pay bills or at the restaurant or something, you feel a lot of joy when you spend it. That is happy money. But unfortunately, we are in the flow of unhappy money where you feel squeezed when you get a check because you worry if I can make both both ends meet. Or when you pay bills, you feel irritated. I don't want to pay this bill. That's what I call unhappy money. Wow. Okay. So, and as you were saying that, I was just reflecting on myself. It was like, you know, because at first I was like, well, isn't all money kind of happy? Don't you? Aren't you happy? But you're right. When we receive a check or money, sometimes we're stressed about what we have to do with it, right? What bills we have to pay or what bills can't we mm-hmm. pay, right? And then when we pay the bills, yes, we're always... Yes semi-resentful of there's even a saying like all I ever get in the mail is bills right I, I you know there's and, and bills are kind of <laughs> equated to, to bad news right and so so how do we how do we, how do yeah. we shift how do we shift our mindset around that I mean I guess what's the shift or how, what you know what do you write about so uh, I use Zen approach uh, which is make everything simple so when it comes down to a happy life it's how you receive the information from outside. So uh, if you have this happy money attitude, all the news that comes from outside is good news. So when you get money, you can appreciate the money coming in because you know it's a miracle that you are chosen out of hundreds of other candidates as a coach, or as an employee. You know, your, your boss or your client could have chosen somebody else, but they trusted you to pay. So you can appreciate about the fact that you're chosen. So uh, it doesn't really matter how much you get, but can you appreciate the fact that you are trusted? So happy money attitude gives you this opportunity that actually you're experiencing something beautiful. So when you pay bills, you can appreciate the electricity that you have in your house. Right now, a big typhoon is uh, hitting in Japan. So the southern part, uh, they're experiencing t- total blackout, which mm. happens once in every few years. It's very rare. But when something happens, you appreciate the electricity that was installed in your house. We take it for granted. So when you pay bills, I know it's getting expensive and you may feel frustrated, but think of the fact, can you live without it? 
So when you just take a look at the bill, instead of feeling it's a it's bad news for you, you can appreciate the fact that you have electricity and also you have the money to pay for it. So instead of feeling stress, you 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 can shift your mind into more gratitude part. Wow, I love that. I love I love everything you've just said there, and just even the perspective is just fresh, and it's also enlightening because I can just feel the difference in my in myself as you're talking, just about the, you know, how I'm perceiving money and just the gratitude practice. That's like just being grateful for every dollar that comes in because it's a, a gift, a blessing. It's not just a, you know, I think too often. And, and maybe it's all over the world and you can enlighten us on that, but too often it's almost like, well, I deserve this. I earned it. I deserve it. And that's, that, that's the not, it doesn't sound like that that's an alignment with happy money. Yes, Matt. So right now, you know, I've been uh, traveling around the world and I've seen people uh, who are in shock and fear because of mm. what's going on with our gas prices and the food and all that. A lot of people start worrying about their future. You know, that's when, you need the happy money most because that really flees you. Uh, instead of feeling stuck with where you are, you can be creative. You can come up with uh, more creative ways to welcome money instead of just complaining about it. And uh, when you become more creative and start coming up with new ideas, uh, you can be proactive and uh, you forget that you used to worry about money because you're uh, enjoying your creative ideas to how to bring more money into your life. Hmm. And can you, cause I love this philosophy. So can you give us some examples of either students that you visited with or your own example of what that in practical, or just some examples to help us, <laughs> excuse me, to quantify that? Yes. So one of my students was a single mom who didn't get paid well. So she was complaining about her situation when she came in. But she learned about this happy money attitude and she forgot to appreciate her boss for keeping her for 10 years before she talked like as if her boss is a slave owner. And then <laughs> she realized that she did, she doesn't have a you know, high school, uh, she doesn't have a college, college degree, but still she was hired. And so she started appreciating her boss by saying thank you for keeping me and all that. And about a few weeks later, she got a big raise and a big bonus. Her mm. boss, I think he forgot how to appreciate her more. And then appreciation goes uh, uh, both ways. Once she starts appreciating her, he feels appreciated. Uh, and also he, he feels appreciating for her too. So it goes that way. So uh, I'm not talking about this spiritual thing. Uh, mm -hmm. As a consultant, you know, for example, the other Example is I, I divided my clients into two groups. One, uh, I do nothing. The other, I visited them with uh, small gifts, like a cup of Japanese tea or herb tea or books or some kind of nice gift, you know, which doesn't cost more than $10. And uh, I, I, I checked what happened six months later. Uh, from the group one, I didn't do anything. I, I got some referrals, but not so much. But the second group, I tried to uh, bring some a small gift to show my appreciation for their business. I got so many referrals because my appreciation really got to their heart and then they feel appreciated. So they asked me for a stack of my cause and the information so um, they can just um, let, them, let their friends know about me. So appreciation really works. If you appreciate your clients more, your bosses, your colleagues more, you'll be appreciated more. It's because we feel 
uh, appreciating for other people when you feel appreciated. That's like goes both ways. Yeah, and it's so simple when you say it, but it's so profound in its effect, right? It's basically like yes. when, when when people are, to your point, it's like when people are, I won't even say flattering, but just kind with compliments or kind with their words and you're like, oh, I, you know, and they say something to you, you remember that and you also typically want to hear that again, right? I mean, it's kind of like, even as a boss, right? I'm typically, if you know, in, in most situations, I'm the boss, so to speak. And so I have noticed when employees actually say something, when they appreciate the work I'm doing, it makes me, it's almost like some kind of superpower because it, it makes me appreciate what they're doing and, and not, and, and probably opening up my eyes, just like you talked about in that example, makes me appreciate what they're doing because I'm just doing what I'm doing and I'm not really appreciating what they're doing because I'm just stuck in the kind of maybe poor thinking. And so, yeah, I can see how it can have a really... Yes, we, no, yeah, go ahead. yes Matt, I think we take everything for granted and we appreciate uh, what's going on. Instead of just feeling deep appreciation, we tend to go into uh, complaining mode. And if you once you're in a complaining mode, there are so many things to complain about. Your, your husband, your wife, your kids, your parents, your neighbors, your city, town, and uh, your government and your president and prime ministers. Um, so everything could be uh, the target of your complaints. And once you're in that mode, you lose power. You, you lose power to have control over your life. So appreciation is really the key to bring the power back into your life. And once you have the power with appreciation, you can do so many great things. And uh, that's why I've observed so many happy, successful people. And uh, the root of all that is happy money. They appreciate hmm. money. And uh, money touches every area of your life. Money touches health, relationships, and work, hmm. and your peace of mind. So once you have a happy attitude toward money, your attitude toward life changes too. So once uh, it happens, it's like a domino effect. Everything will be better. I love it. And I'm just writing, I'm writing notes down and I'm just, I'm just writing notes. I keep <laughs> writing the word, I keep writing the word appreciation, 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 because it's not just uh -huh. the money, right? It's everything. I think, right, if you're, if you're, if you shift your mind over into gratitude and appreciate, especially I like the word appreciation, the way you used it, as we shift our minds over into appreciation, it naturally just opens up flow, it seems like, whether it's money, whether it's relationship, communication, thank you for the yes. meal you cooked, thank you for the, I think it, it just puts us in a different vibration, doesn't it? Yes, it does, Matt. I think you are a happy money, happy money person. And, you know, you've been living that way. That's why you're popular. That's why people <laughs> love you. Uh, because they, wanna, they want to be touched by your love and generosity. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I've been interviewed by so many people and the successful ones, uh, successful ones have so much love and generosity. Uh, it, it's almost like they're, it's overflowing their capacity. That's mm -hmm. why they're uh, more loving and, and, and the love that overflows them attract more people. So uh, they grow. I mm -hmm. think it's, it's like a low business. Hmm. And <laughs> and it's working. That was a little appreciation that you just showed me. It was like, I got warm. My face got a little hot. My heart opened up a little bit. I could feel it the way you were so kind to me with your words. All of a sudden it was like, 
I, it lifted my attitude. I could feel my, I could just feel myself getting more loving. Actually, though you mentioned that word as you were talking, I actually felt more love for you when you were, but you were the one saying nice things. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, and I think uh, if people are, you know, watching, they're writing a lot of comments, you know, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. they're, oh, yes, I agree. You know, mud is great. So once we just, you know, uh, open up the appreciation, it's a dominant effect. So I hope the viewers and listeners, they'll start appreciating their partners and their friends and bosses. I think this viral isn't mm -hmm. so bad, you know. Yeah, gets, that's what gets going. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. And it's almost I won't say fake it till you make it. But because you want to be sincere in your appreciation, but there is something magical to just doing it, even if you're not 110% sincere with it, it just meaning finding mm -hmm. small things to be grateful for to somebody else. It, it's almost it's like a practice. It sounds like it's just a practice like anything else. And the more you do it, and I'm, I'm thinking I've got a friend in my life that does this a lot, like every time before we sign off on a on a conversation, he'll always say like, well, I appreciate you for that, or I appreciate you for this. And he stands out because not very many people do that. Right. And I don't do that. I need to do more of that. Yes. So, so he stands out in a group of people. And I notice you know, whenever I'm around him, he's always very positive. No matter how dire the situation is, he's typically a very positive person and he's always appreciative of what's ever happening in the moment, even though he still has challenges like the rest of us. That's, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, when you just um, have this opportunity that you want to share with that, I think you go to that person first because he or she will appreciate you for that. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a lucky, lucky situation attracts more luck. So to the, to those who appreciate more and, and also the same thing goes with the people who, who love tipping, you know, one time in, uh, when I visited the U S I had a, uh, this opportunity, my mentor and my, my great, I feel humble to call him a friend, uh, Dr. John Gray, who's the author of men are from Mars, women are from oh, Venus. This is crazy. Uh, I asked him, I asked, yes. oh, yes. I'm going to interrupt and, you. Uh, this is, yes, this is so crazy. I had John come in and do a talk where I live and literally he and I spent a day drive. I was driving him around town because we had some time to kill before his talk. I was hosting him and literally he and I just hung out for the whole day chit chatting about life. This is so crazy that he's your friend and that this is just the world is such a weird so I've, I've got a cell phone in my num <laughs> I've got a cell phone number in my phone. We were texting back and forth. Wait, this has been 10, 10 or, 10 so or 12 years ago. Yeah. Nice. So you know how friendly he is and he's mm -hmm. so generous about tipping. So as a cultural thing, I asked him, uh, how much do you pay for a tip? You know, I just wanted to know about American custom. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm a little different. I, I tip people very, you know, uh, high. And, and I asked him how much. And I, uh, he said, I tip usually about 25 to 50%. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so uh, he tip, uh, he tips people like 50% sometimes when, when she or he does a good job. And wow. And, and, and he took me to a nice American steak dinner because uh, he wanted me to, to, to experience America. So when we got into a restaurant, I've never seen a, uh, a restaurant manager run so fast you know, <laughs> from the entrance to Dr. Gray. <laughs> and he greeted Dr. Gray in the, such a big open welcome and, and that's how 50 percent tipping you know does <laughs> and, then, and we uh, uh, introduced the best table in the restaurant 
and everybody just came so fast, probably twice as fast as I've ever experienced. And people are so generous. It's because Dr. Gray has been so generous with everybody. And, mm. and people may think that uh, he is wealthy. That's why he can afford it. No, he, I'm sure he used to be that way. That's why he became famous and mm -hmm. generous. You know who I am. I'm talking about, right, Matt? Yes, of course. Yes. Yes. You mean he was before he was, uh, he was doing that before he was famous. Is that what you were meaning? I think so. So yeah. uh, if you spend a few hours with him, you know, yes. I'm talking about, right? He's yes. so generous. Yes. Super nice. Open mind for, yes. And very inquisitive. Yeah, that's the attitude of helping money. Yeah. He was very inquisitive and he spent a lot of time asking about my business, what we did. And then he would find connections I, I, um, in the senior care industry. And so we spent a lot of time talking about seniors and how we could help them become more um, engaged and feel more purposeful because there's kind of like a, you know, when seniors retire from their careers, typically it's pretty hard for them to transition from those careers because that's been their whole identity and, and most of their life. Right. And so he and I were visiting quite a bit about that, but he was just, you could tell he truly was compassionate and caring. It wasn't a facade or, I mean, he didn't have any reason. It was just the two of us driving around. He didn't have any reason to impress me or try to try to win me over. We were just having conversations. Yeah. Right. Right. So even though he's super famous, he has this happy man attitude. That's why everybody loves John and Dr. Mm -hmm. Gray, you know? So if you have this attitude, people will love you more. So people will come to you for more opportunities and, and m most of the times more money as a result. Mm -hmm. And so, and you'd shared this with, uh, you and I visited uh, once before and you'd shared this uh, with me then. And, and I'd mm -hmm. really like to, sh uh, if you wouldn't mind, and I know it's uh, you know, a very personal story, but you know, I always like to hear the why, why people do what they do, because I find that people who are out there doing the most good and helping the most, wanting to help the most people, typically it was because of some deep-rooted pain or some deep-rooted uh, catalyst that happened at you know, a younger age, typically. And so you had shared a story, and I would ask if you won't mind sharing that story with our audience today of just why, you know, what was your experience, the really the catalyst event for you and, and how that affected you and, and, and really your family, I think, at that time? Because I think it's just so, mm -hmm. I, think it's, I think it's so important to understand uh, that and why you do, why you write all the over 100 books, why you have millions of copies. You just, you just, and if I remember right in the beginning, you were just distributing them free just because you wanted people just to, you know, get the message. And there's a reason for that because you were successful in your own right financially before you ever wrote any books. You had already mm -hmm. had, had abundance. You were already kind of established wealth. You'd, I believe you'd sold, you know, your company and you, you were retired at a fairly young age, you know, for retirement, if, if that's right. So, so it wasn't yeah. like you had to come back and do this to make money. This was, this is out of your passion. So I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet now and let you tell your story. <laughs> Thank you, Matt, for asking. Uh, so I ask myself still, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing, what I'm doing? You know, I sold so many copies. I don't need to write another book yet. I, I have so much passion about helping people like uh, Dr. John Gray. Uh, it's not because I want something from people. It's just I want to share. And I think uh, my, uh, when you ask me, I think I go back to my childhood. My father was a very su successful tax accountant, and he started teaching me about money to make sure my when I grow up, I'll be safe and my, my family was safe. The reason why uh, he did that is he thought 
the world is uh, full of scary things, so you have to make sure you have enough、uh, power to protect yourself. So he used to teach me about karate and fencing and all that. Very, you know, macho type of guy. But one day when I came、um, back from、uh, school, I saw him crying like a baby in the kitchen, and I was wow. You know, I, I never thought、uh, men are, were capable of crying. Only like girls and and women cry, you know, because I've never seen an adult、uh, male cry、mm-hmm. in my life.、Mm-hmm. And my mother took me aside and she said, she explained to me what's going on. She said, my father's best friend died. Actually, he committed suicide. And I knew by then what、uh, committed suicide means, killing yourself. And I was whoa, you know, because I never. Heard such a thing? I, I knew as a knowledge, and she said, "But the worst, worst part of all is his father. My father's best friend uh, committed uh, su- suicide. Before that, he killed his entire family of four and committed suicide. That means that it, there's a term called family suicide.、Uh, he was going to、um, file bankruptcy, but to save the shame and embarrassment from bankruptcy." He、uh, he killed the family and him killed himself. And、uh, later, I found out that my father uh, was uh, a tax advisor for his his buddy, and、uh, he, <clears throat> he my father's client came to him for money uh, to uh, to ask for a loan. And my father said no, because the money he gives loan、uh, will go directly to loan shark. But he had the money prepared. For his best friend's family, once they filed bankruptcy, but he was a macho guy. I think probably <clears throat> generation ago, American guys the same. You know, they don't、mm-hmm. talk as much.、Mm-hmm. So、um, he didn't tell his best friend he had the money to support the family. So、uh, till my father's last day, he regretted that、um, uh, he didn't tell that to his、um, his buddy. And uh, after that, uh, uh, my grandmother also passed away around the time, so he got really into de-、uh, heavy、uh, depression. And so for me, money is just such a scary monster to wipe up your entire family could、uh, could impress、uh, could depress your father so badly. So、uh, he got very abusive. He used to be a just a fun, generous person. We had a band, family band. My father. The hero was、uh, El- Elvis Presley. He always dressed white. You know, <laughs>、uh, I was so embarrassed as a boy, but he he loved Elvis Presley. He was playing Elvis、uh, music、uh, almost every day. But、uh, that fun-loving dad is gone, <clears throat> and and then I was just、uh, chased by this monster who got depressed after that. So I think I set off for a quest for the answer: what money does people. And、um, you know what is money?、Mm. So I wanted to、um, know about the the answer for happiness and money, and that is what's driving me still to write about happiness and money because something like that will never happen to any family. So I'm happy because I have protected my family, and my daughter is already an adult, so she she she'll be fine. So I have nothing to worry about. But what I'm worried about is uh, uh, is the economy trend. That's it's like a, a tsunami to a lot of uh, uh, financially challenged people from now. So that's why I'm here、uh, with interviews like this. I don't get paid, but I'm here to share this idea 
so you don't have to kill yourself or you don't have to worry about money or life. And once you just change a little bit of how you think of life and money, you can just have, you can enjoy life much more in a deeper way.、Hmm. So thank you for just letting me share the story. I love the story, and you, 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 you,、uh, you've even, you even expanded on it, so which I, I really appreciate because I do really, you know, that's just a, such a horrific thing, but it has led to such, you know, power in you then to want to do good for others so that they don't have to, you know, experience, you know, something like that. And then I don't think you'd shared about your dad last time, so that, you know, is even more personal to you that you, it's truly about being happy, watching your father be. Depressed. I'm sure that had to have a very strong effect on 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 you, right? That you wanted to be happy, but you especially wanted others to be happy. So you you talked about you just got back from traveling the world, and you also mentioned this kind of this tsunami that's coming. But for for people that are living paycheck to paycheck right now, you know, we talked about appreciation earlier. But for people who are living paycheck to paycheck, gas prices are going up, food prices are going up.、Uh, you know, we have stock market you know fluctuations that. That, and and for a lot of people living paycheck to paycheck, the, the stock market probably isn't affecting them specifically. But but we've got a lot of uncertainty out there right now. What 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 have you been saying to people as you've traveled the world? So this money worries maybe good news or bad news depending on how you take it, because、uh, you start thinking of your life more seriously. You know, before if you could make both ends meet, you didn't probably pay much attention to money. But once this、uh, is, is getting tight, you feel like you're being boiled in, in this in, in this pan. So you feel like you, you got to get out of this situation. That's when we get to be more creative. So、uh, you can、uh, come up with、uh, many great ideas to pull you out from this financial mess. And instead of just relying on your bank account, I suggest people to rely on your friends and family members, especially in the West. Uh, I think、uh, people are brainwashed that you need to be independent. So it's wrong to depend on your families. It's wrong to depend on your brothers and sisters. It's wrong to depend on your best friends. So you can ask for advice, but you cannot depend on them. My question to you is why? You know, that's what friends are for. So、um, when the bad time times comes. You need to be vulnerable and ask for help. And in other cultures, like Asian cultures and Latino cultures, I think、uh, friends are closer and、uh, families are closer. But unfortunately, many of the Western families、uh, they're separated, and they think、uh, this independence is good. But I guess there's no choice. You know, we, we have to depend on、uh, each other to get to go through these hardships. Which we,、uh, which our、uh, parents and grandparents and grand grandparents experienced 80 years ago during the、uh, depression time, our grandparents and、uh, their relatives got close, and and they all went through the hardships together. So I think、uh, this upcoming financial hardships will make our、uh, ties stronger. I think, which is good news. Yeah, and I could, I guess I can see that that that, and and I again from my own experience over the last three years, there's definitely been a very interesting time financially, and 
just with the shifts in business and the shifts in the world. And actually I was talking to some business leaders about two weeks ago and they all said now is when they're feeling the real effects of what happened during the pandemic with the, it's, it's actually the financial tsunami, as you put it, is starting to happen now. It hasn't been since then because of all the stimulus in the States and all the money that was pushed out, everybody kind of had money to spend and now that's all kind of gone. And so now the reality of the economy is actually setting in of, of okay, now things are going to, uh, correct to some degree um, for whatever that is. And so, and uh, so I think that there is a lot of things coming up now that are just as powerful, if not more powerful than actually during the, the you know, I, when, when we, when I had to close businesses and got to sit, kind of be at home for two months, I actually thought it was like a break and thought we should do it every year, right? Every year I was like, let's just take two months and not have to worry <laughs> and not have to worry about money. Right. Cause everybody was, cause everybody was super nice and, you know, banks were like, well, don't worry about it. And vendors were like, don't worry about it. And everybody was working together. And now I think we're kind of back to what you talked about in the Western culture, which is, you know, I, I very rarely have anybody ask me for money. And I know I very rarely ask anybody else for me. There's almost like a shame of failure or shame of, you know, you're, you're not smart or you're dumb or, you know, like I should have figured this out or I should have known this or known that. And the truth of the matter is life just happens, right? Life, life is just occurring and bad things. When I say bad, there, there's going to be times where things are hard and there's going to be times where things are easier. And, and I think when, you know, to your point about kind of your dad's friend who committed suicide, I think, you know, when things are hard, we do feel like we're alone. We do feel isolated. We do feel like, uh, you know, or at least this is my experience of the friends and the family and the relatives. It's, it, I, I think anybody would be willing to help. It's just nobody's asking. Nobody's asking me and I'm sure as hell not asking anybody, right, for financial help. It's more like it's, it's and there's almost a, uh, a stigma to it. And, and I don't even know how to rewire that. I mean, because I do yeah. see in your point in Asian yeah. cultures, I have, I have Asian friends and I have Hispanic friends. And you're right. They actually have pools that they put together and they loan money back and forth. And it's kind of part of their culture. But we don't do that right. in the West. Right. It's very cultural, you know, so I don't want uh, I don't want to offend anybody, uh, but uh, I'm just enjoying the difference of the culture. For example. At our high school reunion in Japan, we casually ask each other how much we're making, you know, like, oh, that's good. You know, so like banking business is thriving. So like, uh, like uh, we talk about weather, but in North America, if you just talk about your college friends, how much you're making, he's going to go, you know, is this person crazy? Right. You don't talk <laughs> yes. about how much yes. money you make no. among your friends, right? No. Even, even good friends. Right. No. Yep. Right. So. Yeah, you can shock American businessmen how much I'm making. Like, you know, like, what is this person trying to ask? But the same thing goes true with sexual thing. Uh, American businessmen may talk about, you know, their sex life more openly than money. <laughs> but when you grab a Japanese and Japanese businessman ask, and ask him about sex life, the, the same reaction. <laughs> what, what is this you know, person asked me? So it's such a, such very interesting, you know, it's just a difference of a taboo where, where they are. So, um, so, uh, uh, it's the same thing. Sex is more taboo in Japan and money is more taboo in America. And I, 
I love this, the, the, this cultural difference. I can shock anybody, you know, by asking how much you make a year. <laughs> how much right. do you have in your bank account? Well, you know, I can choke American people in two seconds. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, for everybody tuning in and everybody watching, I can't I, give us a, give us, um, Father Ken, I'll call you Father Ken. Give us Father Ken's best advice for the next twelve, <laughs> for the next twelve to twenty-four months. Give us Father Ken's best. Here's things that you can do to be proactive, or here's where you need to have your mindset, or just here's how to help weather this, weather this, whatever this is. So when something bad happens, you know uh, your survival mode, you know, sets in. So you can be more super creative, uh, and, and 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 new things come out. I've seen people who were laid off uh, or her husband, one of the students, her husband got laid off and he got uh, sick. So uh, my student who's been housewife for 30, 30 years had to start working. She had no idea. So she started uh, selling insurance. And then in a, in a few weeks, uh, she found she had a knack for selling. So she became like number eight in the whole nation. And she got the uh, training and she became number one. Wow. And so, um, but she never knew that she had a knack for selling because she had no, no opportunity. So when something bad happens and then you have to go into this survival mode, new gift, new ability shows up by itself. So just, you can expect your new something comes up. Uh, for me, uh, I had, <clears throat> I never thought I could write. But you know, you, you've seen me, I, I'm a, like a machine and I write so much, <laughs> but I never knew it until I was 33. Once you're in this uh, strange mode, different mode, uh, you can do so many uh, great things and you will be amazed uh, with your new discovery and who you are. So in the, in the hard times, you are forced into doing something else, something very, very new, which, which is gonna scare you, I know, I've been there, but once you just uh, find the right spot, your reserved seat, you can fly. I've, I've, I've seen people <clears throat> who, who had no idea about what he or she is going to do, but once they're in the right sweet spot, she or he can fly. They don't have to work at all. It's so natural. So I hope you find your own reserved seat. Don't try to sit on other people's seat. Just look at the number and then try to find your seat. Once you you find your own seat, um, the rest of your life, it's it's going to be very easy because you don't have to work. People are going to come in and help you. And uh, you don't really have to work because um, whatever you do is going to be so natural and smooth and people will love you for um, doing what you do. So uh, I hope you figure out uh, your life that way. And then after five years, you just um, think back on the last five years and then, whew, what a ride. But that was fun. <laughs> so I hope you find uh, the next five years of a lot of struggle uh, be fulfilling and also a lot of exciting experience instead of just feeling scared and just stay stuck. And I think that was the point. I, I love your story. I love the way you deliver, you know, your message. And I think for me, that was really what I really want to drive home that 
you will feel uncomfortable. You will feel out of your element. You will feel uh, awkward. You will feel insecure. And, and I'm speaking to my own experience that I'm still processing for myself as well. I'm getting to go, ready to go through some transitions. And all of those things are real. And it's not something that you can skip. And it's not something that just, I mean, maybe for some people, they get lucky and they just fall in the next thing. But for the most part, you're rewiring your brain, which freaks your brain out. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not so, so I guess I want to be supportive to my fellow brothers and sisters out there in the world and say, if in your life, the shit's hitting the fan, that's a positive. Ken Honda's just told us this is a good thing. And I believe it's a good thing. And we still, and, and, and if nothing <laughs> else, life. yeah, right. And if nothing else, just know that it's going to work out for much better than the, that I, I have, I've been witnessing in my own life. My plan and the plan, God's plan, however you want to frame that other plan, that plan's always better than Matt's plan. I just have to be brave enough to set Matt's plan down long enough to hear God's plan. And so uh, that's been my struggle is just that whole, I'm such a control freak. I'm such a, you know, I've just built businesses and I've run stuff and I've, I've just, and it was all just to really control my environment. So I would try to protect myself. And now I'm having to kind of let the world be, come to me and, and, and know that I'm going to be sa I'm safe. I don't have to protect myself. I'm not being stupid, right? I mean, I, I still need to be diligent, not be a fool, but at the same time, know that the plan, the, the plan you're talking about is usually outside of the scope of whatever we can imagine how happy we could be, right? Yes, because uh, life throws a very interesting curveball and I've experienced and I'm sure, Matt, you have mm -hmm. experienced it too. Uh, once you're suddenly, the road you're um, walking, gets closed and <laughs> shut. <laughs> yes. oh, what am I going to do? But that means usually there is another way out. In a, a few years, when you think back, uh, the way that the road was blocked is just the best, best thing that happened to your life. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, you keep doing your boring job. And uh, for me, <clears throat> I would probably go down the accounting road. And uh, so 25 years ago, my goal was to get 200 more clients. And I you know, when I think back uh, 25 years ago, why did I think that, you know, more busy. <laughs> so, uh, but now I have different ideas about life, but then getting 200 clients seems so practical and also so nice. So I could start working hard, but now I don't have even, I don't even have a goal. I'm just happy. Uh, I learned a new English phrase. I'm just a happy camper, right? <laughs> Yes, you're a happy camper. That's right. I love it. Well, and you have a new community that kind of supports more. So for people that want to know more about you, it's KenHonda.com. It's pretty straightforward. But but you've, you've got a new community that's kind of global worldwide where people can be supported in these conversations. Is that right? Yes, it's called Arigato Living Community. Arigato means thank you. So uh, appreciation-based community, about 15 different countries. We have a few hundred members uh, worldwide. Actually, I have a, uh, one of the largest online salon in Japan, a few thousand people. An English community just started. We have about 600 people. Mm -hmm. The other day, I, I traveled uh, from Europe to US and Australia. So uh, wherever I went, there are members. So I, I, it was so much fun to see, um, to meet like-minded people. So we get together online and just have a chat. And I teach and share about happy money and how to discover your gifts and how to monetize them. That's another expertise I haven't really uh, really expressed in English yet. 
So I'm so happy to share my uh, the information. And a lot of information is free on my website. So you can do the money EQ personality test. So you can find out you're a spender or a gambler, money maker or money warrior, you know, all type of things. And, and you, lo- you will learn more about uh, who you are and also you're dealing with money. And I hope I can help you transform your relationship with money. So that way you can have a peace of mind every day. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for, I know uh, it's, you said the beginning of your day there and kind of the end of our work day here. So I appreciate you getting up early and, mm-hmm. and com- coming on and, and sharing with us. And certainly as, um, as you'd like to visit more and if, as things evolve during this um, interesting economic time in our history, certainly feel free just to let us know. And I'd love to have you come back on and, and help us navigate this. Cause I, I know that um, I wrote a lot of good notes today and thinking about things differently. And so I so, so appreciate it on a very personal level. And then also from our viewership, thank you so much for, for just doing, for living your passion and truly being authentic to your work. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Right now I'm, I'm working on the next book. The title is How to Stop Worrying About Money. So because that, a lot of people ask me that. So I'm just, mm. uh, I'm going to share with you how to stop worrying about money in, in my next book. So I love it. Well, when that comes it's on out, its way. Okay. As soon as, uh, yeah, as soon as you have a release date, let us know. Let's come back on the show and let's visit about that because that's a great title. All right. Thank you, Matt. And the, all the viewers, I'm sending all my blessings and love uh, for you. A lot of great things will happen to your life. Bye-bye. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>